0: You are listening to the Body Charge Podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Sanderson. Welcome to today's Body Charge Podcast. The topic is how Mark reversed IBS and ulcerative colitis naturally. According to the Australian CSIRO, at least 50% of Australians experience unpleasant gut symptoms from bloating and reflux to inflammatory bowel disease with one in seven experiencing very distressing symptoms. The Lancet reported that in 2023, the prevalence of ulcerative colitis was estimated to be 5 million cases around the world, with the incidence increasing worldwide. It involves microbiome dysbiosis, inflammation, an erosion of the mucosa and submucosa of the colon, and leaky gut syndrome. My special guest today is Mark McLean a health and wellness journalist and author based in Dumbarton, Scotland. After copious research, Mark discovered the true root causes of his own gut problems and was able to completely reverse his IBS and ulcerative colitis. He's been medication-free since 2018. Mark has also authored the books More Than a Gut Feeling, Natural and Simple Steps for Tackling IBS and Ulcerative Colitis and the Healing Power of Ayahuasca, as as well as numerous fitness books. So I'm really interested to have this discussion because it seems like a really broad paintbrush of, of different issues, but yet yeah, there's a connection, isn't there? So welcome aboard, Mark. Glad to have you.
1: Yeah, delighted to be here today. I really enjoy your podcast. You're putting out some great content.
0: Thank you. I try. I think you get better with practice over time. So <laughs> <laughs> I keep practicing. But um my question to start with is what are the typical gut inflammation issues and symptoms and why aren't typical medications doing an adequate job to fix the problem do you think?
1: Yes, <clears throat> really good question. And the the real problem is that the the medications we get these days in in, in the western uh, medical system they're essentially a bandaid. They they are they are a primarily addressing inflammation, certainly in the, in the case of ulcerative colitis. Now, I'll begin by saying, I'm not anti-medication. Medication was really helpful for me when I was in a, a real crisis state, when I was first diagnosed with colitis. But I still intuitively knew that it wasn't going to get to the root causes of what was causing the gut issues in the first place. I knew from my own research that it was just dealing with the inflammation. But then at the same time, you're still bringing chemicals into your body. And if you're taking these over a long term, there's going to be a buildup of all of these chemicals. And we quite often hear about side effects of different medications. And for me, I always, always intuitively knew that the answer lay in nutrition, nutrition, is such a big factor uh, in in the health of our bodies and our our mental well-being as well and unfortunately in this uh, Western medical system which we're part of when it comes to chronic health issues nutrition isn't really part of the puzzle where the the, the 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 medical system just focuses on the symptoms and the different pharmaceuticals yes. that can address that can address those symptoms
0: aspirins and band-aids right?
1: Exactly, and it, and it, and it gets us nowhere in the long term, Um and and as you you well know, it will lead to other deficiencies further down the line. As you know, some medications can also rob your body of minerals, including magnesium, which is so important for health. Which I found further down the line.
0: Absolutely. In fact, um, there are many more uh doctors, medical practitioners that are recommending electromagnesium products, because transdermally people. Can bypass the digestive system and its inadequacies when the, when there are problems, um, and uptake magnesium via skin, which is really important because usually the system the digestive system fails after chronic deficiency in magnesium, and yeah. what causes deficiency is excessive stress over time that can't mm-hmm. be resolved and you can't recover from, unless you get more magnesium, of course. So, there, there, so there's a, a big web and everything is interconnected, isn't there? Because magnesium is part of the metabolism. The mitochondria need it to make energy. You don't have enough energy. You can't fuel the de- detoxification system. If you can't fuel the detoxification system, the, the acidity builds up and that attracts pathogens. So bad bacteria, yeah. fungi, bad guys that then override what the good bacteria doing and so we had we get digestive issues um, there's a lot more involved of course I'm, I'm always communicating with customers and realizing that there's a big spectrum because people have different genetics as well and some mm. lack certain enzymes they might have methylation or sulfation problems so you know what one person's bread may be another person's poison as the old saying goes and so I'm particularly interested in your story and how you found the right pathway to resolve your particular issues.
1: Yeah, sure. So I'll rewind back to my late 20s. So I, I know a lot of your listeners will probably resonate with us. Life is rosy quite often in your 20s. Everything's good. We don't experience too many health challenges when we're, when we're quite that young in our 20s. I hit 28 and life just became a car crash. Everything went downhill quickly. I had just come back from a holiday in Greece with all my friends. We had a great time, partying, drinking, eating junk food for two two weeks. But when I came back, I was really, really ill. Running to the toilet constantly, like 20, 30 times a day. It made no sense. And I was like, I think I've picked up some sort of bug on holiday. So I'll go to the doctor thinking he'll prescribe antibiotics, he'll prescribe some sort of medication and I can get back to having my normal life like a couple of weeks later. But it didn't quite go to plan. I went to the doctors that day, told them about all my symptoms and in that 10 minute conversation, he said to me, you've got IBS. Now, this came as a shock. I didn't even know what IBS was at the time. And he says, I'll give you these pills and then come back in a month's time and I'll give you some more. So I was like, well... Why do I need to get some more? Surely that should be enough. I'll get well again. How long do I have to take these for? And he replied, for the rest of your life. <gasps> and that and that just blew my mind. It, it made no sense. I was a 28-year-old guy. I was a fitness fanatic. Went to the gym like four or five days a week. I ate a, a, what I thought was a pretty clean diet at that time. I hardly ever drank and I didn't smoke. So it, it just made no sense. And in that moment, it was a bit that ten minute appointment was a bit of a, a crossroads in my life because I decided in that moment, if he's not got the answers, then I'm gonna have to go and find them because I did not accept the, the 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 possibility of taking medication for the next fifty years of my life. I, I just it just made no sense to me and it just it just wasn't the truth. And create extra side
0: life, effects. I... Yeah.
1: exactly I just knew it was not for me something within me was like no this is not right and I already knew from being quite into health and fitness that nutrition does play a big part in our health and well-being so I thought I'm going to get down the nutritional path and try and find nutritional answers to my own gut problems thinking I would find the solutions through the right diet and the right supplements and nutritional deficiencies was a huge part of me getting well again, but I, I didn't really realize that there was actually so many different facets to health. But also, I, I essentially got different pieces of the puzzle down the path, and those included the the whole stress element, we know how huge stress plays in your health, What the, the part yeah. that plays, the emotional baggage I was carrying at the time even some spiritual element. And also there was environmental toxins within my body, which were causing big issues as well.
0: So those toxins and chemicals and heavy metals sometimes can actually block the activity of magnesium, can block the metabolism of mitochondria. So can block our energetic Uh, reservoir we can't get enough energy so a lot of people suffer from chronic fatigue as a result as well that's that's like another symptom wrapped up in that package isn't it you feel like tired all the time
1: yeah you know what it took me Eight years. I went on that path. It took me another eight years to discover that heavy metal toxicity was a, a big part of the puzzle for me. So I wish I, I wish I'd come across you sooner. You're obviously well. <laughs> you're well clued <laughs> up on it. Um, but I discovered that I had high levels of mercury in my body, and believe it or not, that was actually from the silver fillings in my teeth. I they're discovered they're not really through, silver. It's
0: mercury.
1: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. So. I discovered that they're 10% silver and 50% mercury, which, as you know, is one of the most toxic substances known to man. And it gasses
0: out every time you chew.
1: Yeah, they release tiny amounts of vapour that goes into the system. But I had these in my mouth for 25 years at that point, five of them. And it was actually a podcast I was listening to one day, Mm -hmm. Dr. Mark Hyman, really respected doctor, New York Times bestseller. Mm -hmm. And he, he was speaking about these, about the how in his practice, the amount of patients he sees with heavy metal toxicity was just off the scale. And he then brought up the, the heavy metal fillings and th- that just, it was a light bulb moment for me. I was like, I've got five of these and I've had them since I was 14 years old. So that then led me down the path of getting them removed safely because it has to be done the right way. Uh, safely and then going through a, a also safely for the process. poor
0: dentist because <clears throat> because as the dentist is drilling to get that mercury out fumes are yeah. rising up and in, into the dentist's nostrils and this of course they've got a very good mask on
1: that and that's exactly it. and that's why here in Glasgow I went to a, a biological dentist and I had to spend a bit more money. But when they did that, the, that whole um, procedure on me, the guy essentially came in looking like he was wearing a space suit. It was covered head to toe. Wow. Yeah. And he, he had like, this dam in my mouth. It just shows you how dangerous this stuff is, yep. that they don't want to be near any part of it. And yet it was in my mouth for that whole yeah. time. It's Shopping. crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I felt the same also when I researched fluoride back in 2008, Um, because, you know, it's so ubiquitous now in the water supply and manufacturers making food products use the water supply with the fluoride to produce other food products. And so there's an amplification. Nobody ever knows how much fluoride you're actually ingesting. Um, And so it has a synergy with those toxic metals. So it attracts and binds and holds those toxic metals in the body. So it's even worse if you live in a fluoridated area and you have mercury in your teeth. It's a
1: bad yeah. combination, and and it's crazy because the the general population just don't know this. They don't know that fluoride is a byproduct of aluminium, which again is another heavy metal, which yep. is a neurotoxin. And the it's brain. acidifying.
0: It, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's crazy, and we just don't know. And yeah, I don't know what it's like in Australia, which which regions. But I know certainly in the US they, they, they put it into the water. Fortunately, here in Scotland they don't. Um, oh, but you're lucky. the the, the, the fluoride Toothpaste is gone. I don't use any
0: of that. They're actually decreasing (laughs) in America state by state. In fact, they've got less fluoridation per capita in America than in Australia. And In Australia, every major capital city is fluoridated and now a lot of regional areas. I'm lucky I live in Queensland. Most of Queensland voted against it and they were allowed to, except for the southeast corner where I happen to be. So we have to use filters for everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a necessity. And I wish more people were listening to folk like you because this is such a danger. When you're drinking that water every single day, that's going to be building up in your body. Yes. And this fluoride is another toxic heavy metal.
0: And you absorb it more, funnily enough, at lower concentrations. So that 0.7 ppm or 1 ppm, and they say, oh, well, that's just a little bit, but that's actually the amount that easily gets into cells. Whereas if you had a, a big, huge lot in one go, you'd just pee most of it out straight away because the body just recognises straight away, oops, that's like a lot of this stuff that's not good. <laughs> but but a small amounts sneak through and and get through our defence mechanism and over time gradually, gradually get stored in our cells and build up and cause more and more problems. Uh, it's not a nutrient. We don't need it. it it's... um. It erodes our health and makes us age faster and it's just been 100 years' worth of studies into this area. I don't know why it's still being promoted as a health product because it's everything but that. Mm. And it blocks magnesium. Like it's, it's the antithesis. Did you know that the um, side effects of fluoride toxicity are pretty well the same as magnesium deficiency symptoms?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it affects the nervous
0: sense. system, the muscles, you know, makes you extra anxious, you can't sleep very well, um, you suffer very much more from stress, you know, you you become super sensitive to things, um, it dampens your metabolism, you get chronic fatigue. All of those are magnesium deficiency symptoms and fluoride toxicity. And, that, and as it gets worse, of course, it pits your teeth, you get brown stained teeth and, and pits and because of the acidity that starts to accumulate and it just eats into your teeth enamel and your bones yeah. goodness knows what's happening on the inside of the body. If you can start to see fluorosis on the teeth, you can bet your life. The bones are suffering as well because it's one system. Absolutely. Anyway, I digress, <laughs> go ahead with your issue.
1: <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. Um, So It took me eight years to discover that the heavy metal toxicity was a a root cause issue of all of these these gut issues. Not the only issue, but a a major root cause issue. But fortunately, two years after being diagnosed, I had actually come across a a holistic health practitioner here in Scotland. She worked with something that's like energetic medicine, and she uses what's known as a Vega machine. Have you heard of that before?
0: No, tell us about it.
1: So... I went to her and she didn't even ask for any of my symptoms. She didn't ask what was wrong with me. She just asked me to fill in a a questionnaire, which she looked at later. But she sat me down in this chair and she used this Vega machine, which essentially measures the energy levels of your body, almost scans your body. And she, from that, was able to identify exactly where I had blockages in my body. So she started saying to me, it's all in your gut. You've got this symptom, that symptom. She started rhyming off everything that was wrong with me, just using this Vega machine. It was, it still blows my mind thinking back on it now. And at the, this woman, she's an, an amazing woman. She's passed now, but she then said to me, "We're going to deal." Well, sort of rewinding a little bit from that scan of my body, she was then able to identify which specific nutritional deficiencies I had. And surprise, surprise, magnesium was a major one, um, which isn't just about every chronic health condition these days. That's right. So she then prescribed me these quite um, concentrated minerals of different sorts, which included magnesium, calcium, some other specific ones.
0: Magnesium,
1: com- yeah, probably. Pink, yeah. Um, and and she said, come back in two months' time, and you'll feel like a new man, which blew my mind because up until that point, the the mainstream medical system nobody could give me any hope. At that point, it was just a case of take these pills and manage it, just live with it. And she said, take these, and she spoke in full confidence and said, come back in two months and you'll feel like a new man. And up until that point, my gut issues were that bad. I literally couldn't go to the toilet. My digestive system just stopped. I couldn't go to the toilet. I had to give myself enemas to be able to pass. Um, my waist. And life was hellish. When you get to that stage where you can't go to the toilet, you're not absorbing your nutrients, it affects mm. every part of your health. And when you have um, a deficiency in magnesium and all of these other key minerals, your body just cannot function properly. So within like two or three weeks, when she then flooded my body with these minerals, my gut started working again Again, bit by bit, it felt like something absolutely new, being able to go to the toilet normally again without having to do the whole enema thing which was really hard work Um, I had this whole new lease of life just by her addressing those nutritional problems. Did she give you a new
0: diet? Did she say avoid these foods and eat
1: those foods? She did give me advice on kind of troublemaker foods asked me to cut down and the likes of breads and maybe too much yeah. dairy persist, and stuff like that. Versus
0: grains, yeah. that's all of those, yeah. All trigger. The, yeah.
1: All the inflammatory foods, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um
1: so that was great. It kept me going really well for a, a while when I was um and at that point as well, I also came across a fitness guru who his name's Mike Mahler, and he was very big on transdermal uh, magnesium, which you're obviously very familiar with. And I started putting that on my skin every night. I would spray 10 on each arm, started using that. And the the lift that gave me mentally, I felt so much more sharp. And I and I began to get really deep sleeps with that as well. So all yep. of that really contributed to getting me back on track again and being good for a good number of years.
0: Yes. So we're we're made of water and electrolytes. And what happens if you don't get enough magnesium and water? Um, the body and you know you eat the wrong foods and you get too many chemicals and other things that cause acidity the ph level goes down that kind of dries things up especially collagen so the mucosal lining of your digestive system is made of a mucus lining it's got to be sort of slippery and you know um like like mucus and so the food can pass through all the long snaky <laughs> tubing from beginning to end mm-hmm. uh, and what happens with ulcerative colitis and also crohn's is very similar but it's it's based, it's got a genetic uh, etiology it comes from genetics when you have crohn's but the symptoms are very similar to ulcerative colitis that's when the lining of the gut kind of deteriorates it gets thinner it loses its mucus padding and that means that the good bacteria that help you digest food and produce, you know, they support your immune system and help you um, digest and even expel foods. You know, the, the products they produce help peristalsis, help them, the muscles in the, in the bowel contract so you can have a, a good poop. <laughs> we owe everything to those good bacteria so if they're not available or they're drowned out by the pathogens or there's not enough water electrolytes or alkalinity to support them so you've got to have a good environment so some people just pop a lot of uh, supplements probiotics thinking oh that'll fix the problem but then your good bacteria that you've just ingested kind of die in, a, in the desert you know, because there's nothing there. They can't grab onto the the bowel wall lining because there's not enough mucus there to hang on to and build their little houses. And, and so it's just a slip sli- slidey uh slippery dip away, and they're not then helping you in your bowel for you yeah. know your digestive issues. So um so it's very interesting that this problem is increasing in the world. Um, it it, uh, is related to to two main things, obviously stress and uh, the nutrition in the food we eat is very lacking and has deteriorated over the last 100 years. And we're not getting enough magnesium. Even if you think you're having a fresh, healthy food diet, if you have a lot of stress, you'll be spending that magnesium and losing it too much in the urine. And this is the problem. So you're an athlete before you pushed your body hard, you would have churned through a lot of magnesium in order to recover from all that big energy expense. So when we spend a lot of energy, it doesn't matter what we're doing, energy, stress, exercise, the metabolism goes up. Mitochondria need a lot of magnesium to produce the energy that we need. And they also produce waste byproducts, which are acidic. And so then your detox system has to kick in to neutralize those acids. So if you don't have enough resources, the acids hang around and start to eat away at your gut lining, and then that creates an environment for the bad guys to move in more and more and make house. So that's that's pretty well it in a nutshell. Um, do you have anything more to contribute to that little summary <laughs> in your you know experience? What, I
1: would just I would just say I agree with every word. And what what would I add here as well, um, Sandy, is that just for your listeners, I I'm I'm not a health expert I, I'm i just a I'm a health and wellness journalist but I have spent the last 13 years studying all of this stuff that you that you are involved in as well simply because it was a necessity for me and all of the leading health experts that I came across alternative health experts are singing from the same hymn sheet as you they're, they're, they told me all the same stuff so I know it's the truth
0: I'm like you I, I had to solve my own health issues. I had severe heart arrhythmias in 2008 from severe low magnesium levels and that can affect heart arrhythmias. So, you you know, you get an uneven heartbeat and uh, all sorts of issues. Can, you don't get enough oxygen and, and um, you know, it's just very difficult to function. And so I, I solved it. I solved it and I've, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing because I found something that works. You can't make a mistake with it. Uh, except not use enough. That's probably the best the biggest mistake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the beauty of it as well is it's just such a simple solution. You spray the stuff on your skin, you let it soak in and and yeah, have plenty of it. I just like you say there, you could eat the healthiest diet possible, all organic veg, but we all know that there's Soils are depleted these days. We just simply can't get enough from our diet. We need to supplement with the, the magnesium oil as well. And when I do, I feel it. I feel a lot more balanced and I sleep much better. And sleep is obviously so important to the whole healing process and recovery and feeling at your best.
0: Definitely, definitely. When you sleep and you get a deep, restful sleep, your brain, your pineal gland makes melatonin, which is a powerful antioxidant that helps clean up the mess and the waste products. So that's why we feel so refreshed in the morning after a deep sleep. Now, how to get down to that deep sleep level, you need to really relax a lot. And so if you're pumping a lot of adrenaline and stress hormones, it's sometimes difficult for people to come down from that high active place. So we, we've we got maybe five minutes left. <laughs> but I was wanting to ask you a question about the ayahuasca. What's the connection with the gut?
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So, I decided to go down that alternative health path. I got one piece of the puzzle, with the nutritional deficiencies. I got another piece of the puzzle that stress was also contributing to my gut issues as well. What I didn't realize as well is that we often have these underlying emotional issues. For me, I was carrying emotional baggage from my childhood and it would show up in my own personal relationships. I basically had this repeating pattern of getting into close relationships, And then them all falling apart. All all areas of my life I was doing well, my career and other parts of my life, I felt quite successful, but I couldn't make relationships a success. They would always end badly. And it was always for me, it was wrong girl, wrong time. But then as I went further down this path, I realized, no, wait a minute, some of these issues are are mine. It's not all about them, it's it's me. And I did quite a bit of of, of deep inner work, reading a lot of spiritual books, doing breathwork practices to raise my self-awareness and so on, but there came a, a point in 2017 where due to several things that happened, one relationship breaking down, but also family issues as well, and I'd been in a job that I hated, I just had this complete meltdown, and at that time, which was probably the lowest point of my life, I came across the the plant medicine ayahuasca, which if your listeners uh, are not aware of it, it's a, an Amazonian traditional plant medicine. It's almost like a, 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 a tea, a brew, which they've been using in the Amazon jungle for thousands of years. And the main purpose for using it is the, it's the most powerful medicine on the planet for emotional healing. And that's what really drew me towards it. So it was in 2017 when I was at my lowest point, I was drawn towards this medicine. I, I just really felt it was for me. And within a week of hearing it, I was in Holland at a small cottage in the countryside, drinking this stuff and going on a deep psychedelic journey with this medicine into my own inner psyche, uncovering all sorts of stuff that was...
0: Did you have someone the... helping you or, or, or being with you, like an
1: assistant? Yeah, yeah, sure. Good, Good question. So the way it works is... I had two, what, what are called facilitators who, who guide you. So you drink the tea, you lie down and they they sit with you and they, and they guide you as stuff comes up and they can- Perhaps you have a nightmare.
0: You.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's essentially what happens is you, you go on this kind of deep journey within your own mind and it shows you what you're unable to see, which is maybe past memories, traumatic events, and it all has to come up for you then to be able to release the, the emotional blockages. And they're always there as these kind of people with wisdom to guide you through it.
0: I imagine so, that would help with people with PTSD, you know, who've got um uh, traumas from war or whatever that um, doesn't yeah. leave them alone because it's hurt them emotionally so much.
1: Yeah, you're 100% on the money there are many cases of people with PTSD who have had great experiences with it, like war veterans and so on, but it obviously has to be done in the right place, the right setting yeah. with the right guys because it's a very powerful medicine. But long story short, for me, I it was a game changer for me because it has this purging effect where you literally spew and um, I literally felt all of this negative energy leaving my body during that experience. And you get all of these messages through the experience as well and it takes you back to to your childhood and when things went wrong and it basically showed me that as a child I just had this belief that I wasn't good enough, I was always beating myself up, I didn't, um, I didn't think a lot of myself, all of these things had been building up over the years for decades and I was carrying all that uh, emotional baggage. Which a was big related burden. To oh absolutely, which was related to family issues but that what i didn't realize that it was basically playing on on a loop at this kind of lower level emotional stress which because was you weren't going on in the
0: you weren't conscious of it so it keeps tr- yeah. having another go say listen to me there's a problem and you you can't decipher it or understand it so it's on the loop because it's not being heard or the issue is being not solved right
1: yeah yeah And that was playing out in my relationships because all of these emotional feelings were coming up, but I I didn't recognize exactly what they were. Ayahuasca takes you back and shows you the root cause. It then forces you to purge up the emotions and then you're able to to leave them behind and let them go. So that for me was transformational. So powerful that I then went on to to write a book about it. I interviewed lots of other people who had similar life transformational experiences and and released the book, which you mentioned at the beginning of the, the the interview. Yeah, it
0: sounds very cathartic. Um and so after that there was a, a happy ever after you you met the woman of your dreams and and lived happily ever after, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd love to I'd love to say there was a beautiful romantic love story like that. It took a wee <laughs> bit more work if I'm honest. I that was 2017 when I had my first experience and I then went a bit deeper with it. I had another seven more ceremonies over the next three years went in a bit deeper we would need another 10 podcasts to chat through oh, all that stuff oh, so, wow, um, wow. But, now, but that's a but big rabbit days, hole to
0: go down isn't it
1: yeah i think we'll leave that for today but these days yeah everything's good i've been in a, a loving relationship for three years now and i'm a father to a, an 18 month old baby boy life is good
0: oh that's great so if people want to connect with you or find out more about your books and um what you've researched and found where can they connect with you?
1: Or so, my website is www.forgutsake.org. I also have a podcast which is called Forgutsake if anyone searches for that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And on that podcast, I just interview other people who have been through similar natural healing experiences that I have and have overcome IBS, colitis, Crohn's, these kind of things going down the natural health route. Because although I found a way, I don't claim that I have all the answers. There are many different ways to heal the gut, and it's all about sharing that positive information.
0: Yes, there are are a lot of different pathways. I mean, there's a general uh, basic rule of thumb, isn't there? And then there are variations. And I think it comes down a lot to your environment, where you live, your type of foods that are available in your area, your background, your childhood, You know, emotional baggage you may be carrying forward, don't even know about from when you were a child, you know, in a crib, you know, that young. Um, Sometimes those traumas can just lock in. Um, And then there's genetics. Genetics change according to our experiences. So it's the old dance between nature and nurture, isn't it?
1: I agree, totally. Absolutely. There's so many different elements, but I suppose the the main message is, and I'm sure you'll agree with it, is that people have the power to take back control of their health if they just decide to go down that path and have faith that they'll get well again and they come across people like you sharing positive information on things like magnesium, there are answers out there.
0: The magic word is decide. And that's your power. You're claiming your power by making a decision. I'm going to do what has to be done, whatever it takes, In the end, just do it. Just make up your mind and know you can do it. I think there's too much victim mentality in the world. People have been suppressed. We've been taught to be suppressed, uh, unfortunately. We, we, we believe that we can't get better or we can't overcome this problem or that problem or, as you said, not worthy, not good enough, um, but your inner spirit you know, when you're mature, should be able to rise up above all that and go, okay, that's just a computer program. I can change that because I'm the driver, right? I'm the driver of my vehicle. I can change that old program. It might take a bit of repetition and practice. Everything takes practice and sometimes good coaching. You know, someone who's been down that path, that can just help you along the way and give you encouragement and, you know, guidance Um, And that's why we need to, you know, look for those people that have walked that path before. It helps a lot. But as you said, the first thing to do is just decide you're going to do it, right?
1: Yeah, I I agree totally. And that's the thing as well. Health challenges are actually a real opportunity. They are an opportunity for growth. People think at the time, yeah, I'm in this crisis. Life is bad. How am I going to get out of this? But If you stick with it, you go down the path and you realise that there are people who have gone before, you have found the answers and you will find the answers as well. You will look back on it a couple of years from now and think, I'm actually glad that happened because I've become a, a, a better version of myself, more expansive version of myself and I now know how to properly look after my body.
0: I hope you like this conversation and will share it with others. Hear more from Body Charge on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our newsletter to get updates on blogs, podcasts, videos and magnesium special offers at electromagnesium.com.au. Relax, recharge and recover.